Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of We Believe Do You Paranormal Podcast. I'm Michelle. And I'm Eric. And Wanda. She's not actually in the room. Wanda's my cat, but you might hear her in the background like every other episode. Oh, yeah. Seriously. I was like, but, WandaVision? What? I don't get no. it. Yeah. Wanda, Wanda's our cat. Or one yeah. of our cats. But the, the cat that you hear most often that I can't edit out because, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know why she does that, too. Anyway. That's so, hilarious. Yeah. You might hear her in the background. Probably will. Uh, I'd bet money on it. So today's episode is a deep dive. It's the beginning of the month. So um, we, if you heard uh, last week's episode, we were talking about... How did it come up? Um, I, I spoke um, about my dreams with grandma. Yeah. yeah you, you had recently... You had had a dream with grandma about grandma or with grandma in it and uh we're like hey well why don't we make dreams and then the next possibly one that may have been with grandpa oh and by the way guys we confirmed that he is in fact deceased so he could very much actually be attached to you yes yeah <laughs> not what you wanted to hear but no um anyway he's in spirit form um but yeah, so uh, it, that kind of came up yesterday, or sorry, not yesterday, but last week. And uh, we we're like, well, why not do a deep dive about dreams? And I'm sure you're thinking like dreams, like how is that paranormal? But there's a lot of ways that dreams <clears throat> are actually paranormal. So we got a list of, of some of those and some examples. And we actually want to share our own uh, personal paranormal dreams uh, yeah. that we've had. Um that I mean, we've all had dreams. You know, it's a dream, and then there's. Well, do you know it's a dream? Because sometimes you don't know it's a dream until you wake up. Mm, yeah, I guess you're right. But I mean, but I'm I'm talking about like, there's dreams where it's like just random shit happens, and you're like, oh yeah, this is a dream. Like when you wake up from it, and you're like, okay, yeah, that was like a whatever dream that had absolutely no meaning. Oh, okay, or see, I see. is what I meant. Um, whereas these, or you barely even remember it because it was so insignificant. Or you think it's, it's insignificant and it ends up being something. That's why you write down your dreams, guys. I've actually been having a lot of dreams lately. Yeah. Mine have kind of vanished. Uh, but, but I, I think it's just stress. I have them down. You should probably write them down. I have them all on my phone. That's why I write them down. I actually, I don't know if you were going to continue, but I I wanted to share a quick little one that I had yesterday, but it was because it's not really something like super crazy important, but like, um, we were going to go see our nieces and nephews and, uh, they have it since they're doing like homeschool, not homeschool, but like since of the whole pandemic thing, you know, they're not going to school, they're doing uh, virtual learning or in Mm -hmm. the case of my nephew, they're they're he's getting homework assignments set home to him and he's not doing anything virtually. So we always told them, even when they were in school, like, do your homework, um, because, you know, if you're saving your homework for the the end of the the, the week or whatever, <clears throat> whenever we want to come see you guys or whatever, you're not going to get to, you know, hang out with us or play with us because, you know, you're going to have homework. to be doing homework. Exactly. So uh, I guess in the dream, we were there. I don't, I don't exactly remember what happened. If I was asleep in the dream and I woke up or if we had gone somewhere and came back and stuff like that. But uh my nephew was in the living room and i told him okay you know we're gonna leave and, the, and this and that and so he starts crying and i was like what's going on why are you crying and he goes well i didn't get to see you guys and i was like well i mean 
like you just showed up right now. Like, you know, we've been here this entire time, this and that, but I don't think I knew why he hadn't showed up. So then we get there yesterday and then uh, they took a while to come over and stuff like that. Our nieces and nephew uh, and our nephew and they were there and they said, uh, so I, the first of two, our two nieces came over and then, you know, we asked about our nephew and I was like, well, wh- where is he? And uh, my younger niece goes, he's over there in the, at the house. He's crying. And then I said, well, why is he crying? And he goes, because he wants to come over to see you guys. And I said, well, why doesn't he come? And he goes, well, because he didn't do his homework. And I was like, like for the entire week, he got assigned homework on Monday. It's Friday. And he's trying to do all this homework to turn it mm. in for, for Friday. I'm yeah. like, uh, and then I, I just thought it was weird because, you know, I had dreamt something like that, that he was crying because he wasn't going to see us. And then he was crying because he has to do homework because he wasn't going to come see us. And I mean, eventually he finished it. We did get to hang out with him a little bit, but you know, we reiterated to him, you need to get your homework done during the week when it's assigned so that when we do come, you can, you know, you can be with us. But yeah, that was just a little. So based on my list of types of dreams, you had a precognitive dream. Oh man. Even though it wasn't like specific, like exactly down to the I mean, do you want me to get into it now, or should we like? All right, all right, let's go. Let's go, let's, go. I just, <laughs> let's let's start this thing. I just oh wanted to gosh. share that dream real quick. All, all right. right. Well, you should have waited until we got to the precognitive part. Then, well, you it's because like, oh, I, hey. I, yeah, because yeah. I didn't know which one it fell under. So I was just like, yeah, let me share this real quick, and we'll go from there. All right. Well, uh, so what we're gonna be doing now, guys? Or actually, here, let me preface with this: as I was doing research, trying to get all the different types of uh, dreams. Uh, two words or not two words two types of dreams kept coming up um, which are paranormal dreams and psychic dreams and they're the same but different it's like subcategories and things like that so uh, we're going to go through a pretty lengthy little list of of uh, types of dreams and give little examples and then also be sharing our own personal dreams that that we've had Um, so hopefully you guys enjoy um, and if you've had any types of dreams that kind of fall into any of these categories, you know what you can do? Write them in and we can talk about them and read them out in our next High Strangeness episode. So what is a paranormal dream? Um, a paranormal dream is an experience that just kind of like falls outside of the consensually accepted normal range of dreaming. Um, so like I said, one of those dreams where you're like, yeah, there's a snake with wings flying through the sky and whatever. I mean, I don't know. Maybe there's some symbolism there, right? But it's like one of those dreams that you just like barely remember. And it's just kind of there and just kind of out there. Um, and it takes place while the physical body has become asleep or unconscious. All right. So the first one here on this list is something we've talked about before um, I think with, Ugo's, uh, with Ugo and with Craig too, right? Yeah, I feel like we've mentioned it a few times. A few times, yeah. So that is uh, sleep paralysis, and it's a state during uh, waking and and or falling, uh, waking up or falling asleep, in which a person is aware but unable to move or speak. During an episode, one may hallucinate, hear, feel, or see things that are not there, be, like becoming hyper aware, uh, which often results in fear. Episodes generally last less than a couple of minutes. So. Real quick, you may be saying, well, that's a scientifically proven situation that's happening. How is that paranormal? But I wanted to add this into the list. This actually wasn't in the list um, because I 
personally feel like there's some paranormal aspects. I mean, I, I do feel like sleep paralysis is just kind of, yeah, whatever. But um, I don't know. Some weird, creepy shit happens sometimes during sleep paralysis. Wouldn't you agree, brother? Yeah, definitely. It's um, I don't. I can't say that I've. Oh no, well I don't know. I I feel like I I don't know if I've ever had it like when I wake up and I'm paralyzed, but I know in a dream I've become paralyzed. So yeah. I can only imagine that happening like in uh you know, in reality. And then just, you know, yeah, yeah. I can only imagine what that would feel like, you know, cause it, like in yeah. a dream, it's scary enough, you know? Yeah. And like, part of me wants to like, for people who are like, Oh yeah, I have sleep paralysis all the time. I'm like, what? Like I, I, I want to experience it because just like you said, like, I feel like I've been paralyzed in dreams before, but I'm always able to get up or move eventually for the mm -hmm. most part. Um, and or or it's, it's just so quick like it's a quick like shit i'm paralyzed and then i wake up and so i'm like is is that like a full-on sleep paralysis situation or was i just like paralyzed for a second because i was asleep mm -hmm. um i actually did want to get into the first dream of mine that kind of dealt with sleep paralysis um that i had that was kind of like blew my mind mm -hmm. unless you have anything else to add before we no, I mean, if anything, I would I would share, I, which I think I've shared before, but the experience that I had here. So, you know, but go ahead and you go first, and then I'll I'll jump in. Add into that. All right. Yeah. So, um, I feel like the best example of sleep paralysis that I had was uh, this one dream where, again, I woke up from a dream, but I was what I figured out later, still dreaming. Um, but I woke up in bed um and i looked over to my right and i saw that somebody was in my living room um the door was closed but like it, it i could see like the flickering light of like the tv and for whatever reason i knew it was my brother which my brother has never actually visited me in my apartment and i've lived in austin for 12 years so shame on him everyone yeah, go shame him. for apartments no 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 <laughs> real quick let me jump in i've been to austin and have not been invited to her apartment. So Bullshit. We'll that. Nope. There, that one well, time that mom and I went to go pick you up and you didn't invite me in. Because it was a mess. Uh, either okay, way, well, either way, you need to come visit me. Now I actually have a spare bedroom. Whatever. Okay, dad. <clears throat> Correcting me. <laughs> hey, I have to put I have to put that out there. All right. So anyway, in my dream. I knew my brother was in the living room watching TV. Um, I don't know how I knew, but I just knew in my dream. Then I look over because we are psychic. I think we are. Anyway, uh, and I'm going to get into that later, actually. Uh, and then I look to my left, and there's this black shadowy figure. Um, and like I've talked about, there, I have like this huge window and a light outside, so light comes in. So the shadow is like very much there. Um, I can't make out any details. It's literally just like a shadow person, right? And I feel like people see shadow people when uh, they're when they have sleep paralysis. Sorry. Um, so I start freaking out and I start trying to move and I can't. And I'm like wiggling a little bit, but I can't get out of my bed. I'm trying to get to the door. I'm like fighting. I'm trying to scream out for my brother. Like I can't move. I can't scream. I can barely. I'm barely like Eric. like nothing's coming out. Um, 
and I just feel this thing like getting bigger and bigger and just I'm fucking terrified. And then finally, for whatever reason, somehow I'm able to jump out of bed and I get to the door and the door like won't open like it's locked kind of situation. And then this shadow thing like throws one of the pillows at the door and I'm like, what the fuck? And I move the pillow and then I'm able to get out of the bedroom. And I run into the bedroom and my brother's there and he's like, whoa, 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 like what's going on? What's happening? I was like, there's this thing in my room and like it's a demon or something like I'm scared, like I have to get out of here. And I'm trying to like get my keys, get my purse and um, just freaking out. And he's like, well, like, like, calm down, calm down. And I actually went back to my because I, I, I don't usually say this part, but I actually went back to my room and was fine and tried to go back to sleep again. And the same thing happened and I ran out. Um, and so this time I was like, done, done. And I was like, I have to, like, we have to go. And then my brother is just like, no, look. And I was like, I am not going to go back to my room and look like, fuck that. There's a shadow person. There's something evil in there. And he's like, look, and I, I just wasn't having it. And I was trying to walk out the door. And then he just like bear hugs me and starts dragging me to my room. And at this point I'm like, cool, my brother's evil too. And is in on this shit. Cause he's about to throw me into this you know, room with this like evil thing that's in my room. And he's dragging me, dragging me. And I basically like, he has his back, I guess, to the door. I'm trying to like give you guys a good visual the way he's dragging me back. Like we both have our backs to the bedroom as he's like pulling me. So I can't see my bedroom door at this point. Right. Or anything that's happening uh, inside there. And like, he's like one more time. He's like, just look. And he like whips me around so that I'm facing my door and there's this, just these, like, two beautiful, beautiful, like, white, pearlescent, like, rainbow, glittery, shiny lights. Like, just gorgeous where that, that shadow, you know, person was, I guess. So, like, same side of the bed, but now there's two of them. And they're glowing, like, just... I, I can't even, like... I remember originally recounting this story and just getting so emotional because and even in the dream like I got so emotional because I don't know it was just like the most beautiful lights that I had ever seen and the most beautiful feeling of like love and safety and like everything is okay and I remember in the dream just like like dropping like I'm almost getting emotional right now again but just kind of like dropping all my weight and being like oh my god oh my god because it was just so beautiful my brother's still like trying to keep me up and then I woke up from the dream and I was like crying and was just like who like holy shit that's <laughs> like a lot of emotions and I mean luckily it was a lot of fear in the beginning but then a lot of like love and like feeling okay like at the end like seeing those two bright lights and I remember the f- thinking like I think it was they were angels um I don't know that's just what I knew I guess um but that I don't know like that dream is just one of those dreams that I'm going to remember forever and like the details and having like all five senses activated where like I could feel my brother's like freaking bear hug and like trying to like drag me like the carpet on my feet like as I'm trying to kick you know like get away from him and and everything um but yeah brother what do you think do you remember that Uh, yeah I remember you telling me this I also remember this was a, a time where I mean like I said um when Michelle started getting more into like the spiritual spirituality and stuff like that, or like, you know, into the, the angels and stuff like that. And she started talking to me about it. It kind of really intrigued me because at the time I was still very like, I was like, again, I wouldn't say I was atheist, but I just 
with the church, the Catholic church, I was kind of very disappointed in the direction it continued to go and that there wasn't any progress being made within the church and a lot of the decisions that were being made. Um, and so I just, I mean, I had distanced myself from the, like from a very young age, but <clears throat> more so as growing, uh, growing as an adult, like it was a lot harder for me to be like, yeah, you know what, dude, like I want to go back like this and that, like, no, I never had that experience. So she started, you know, discussing these things with me and, and, you know, I started reading more into it and stuff. And then I remember, I don't, I want to say it was after that dream that she kind of felt like it was, um, like whenever she started kind of like distancing herself oh. in the sense, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't, I don't know if you want to say this. Yeah, part. I think, I th- and if it's not what you're going to say, then, then mm-hmm. you can say what you're going to say. But yeah. yeah, I guess like one thing that I kind of forgot to mention or left out, um, I mean, my, my spirituality, I guess like I, it, like, um, it's like ups and downs, right? There's like times where I'm like, okay, like I really need this and I really do. And then life just kind of gets in the way. And like, I guess my spiritual practices just kind of go to the wayside and whatnot, or I'm, I, yeah, forget or whatever. Um, but I remember when I told my brother this story, it was really important to me because I felt like he was a person that always kind of like brought me back into it like when I would kind of just let it go to the wayside he'd be like oh hey like can can you tell me about like this angel or that angel or like oh what was that thing that you said about the you know whatever and and he would always bring me back into it and then I would always remember like yeah like it feels good here like I have to remember to kind of keep these like spiritual practices up because I I feel better as a person just all around and that's what I felt like that dream was like every time that I forget like he's always bear hugging me and dragging me back and saying like look <laughs> like um and he always reminds me of of that um probably unknowingly it's not like he's doing it on purpose he's just asking no. me you know and it kind of <laughs> brings me back into it and and I felt like yeah that's kind of what the dream was uh representing um and yeah is that what you so, were yeah, gonna say yeah that's what I was gonna okay, say yeah because yeah. like I said I remember I remember that too and like I remember you telling me that and I mean, it makes me feel good and, and it made me feel good because like you said, it's not something that I knowingly do. It's just all of a sudden, like something will happen to me or I'll have an experience or I'll be thinking about something. And then, like I said, for me, the person like you have your mentors or your people who you go to to, to speak with or ask questions and stuff like that. I mean, I guess you're kind of like that for me because you're the one that introduced me to this. So I'm like, well, I mean, I'm, maybe she doesn't know everything, but she knows a whole hell of a lot more than I do. So like again you're my go-to person so when i would ask you or go to you for the for, for these things it's like you know you were you were the first person that popped into my head obviously. all right um so other types of dreams guys um we have guidance dreams and in these guidance dreams uh you're provided with information that is later is useful to you in making a decision which you know pretty straightforward um then you can have healing dreams in which you heal yourself or other people or you receive information that kind of allows you to to heal whether that's physically or emotionally um can't say that i've had those dreams but maybe i don't know um they can yeah i have one dream experience that i'm going to talk about in a little bit that i feel was like five of these all in one um (laughs) hypnagogic experiences um the spontaneous visions that occur in the twilight zone between sleeping and waking 
I've had some of those. Yeah, yeah, you you have. I feel like more so. I've had a few, yeah, a few of those. You, oh, I find a few of those. You can fall asleep sitting down in a chair. So yes, I can. <laughs> I <feel like laughs> um, so lucid <laughs> Which dreams. Which isn't necessarily a good thing. No, it's not a good thing. Not at all. <clears throat> For me, I, I feel like I know Michelle. Michelle mentioned that you know I've had these experiences and and. And I mean, I, I said right now too that I've had these experiences and for me, it's like, um, yes, it is like I'm kind of dozing off. So people could argue that, oh, you're just dreaming or you're like imagining things, things or you're, yeah, you're hallucinating. But okay. So I, I talked about this one time, I believe, or maybe it was even the last episode where I, I or maybe it was part the, the one of the parts we didn't record. Anyway, the point is I was at work and again, I work night shifts. So sometimes, you know. Yes, you start to doze off. Obviously, after the, those ex- like trying to doze, you get up and try to keep yourself awake. But I was sitting on the sofa in you know with my patient in his or in the, my patient's room, and I start kind of like having this dozing, like I'm I'm starting to like wanting to fall asleep, and all of a sudden I see this lady standing in uh, the doorway, and I mean I see her. She's like a silhouette. I don't see like facial features or anything like that but i see like a silhouette like i see some detail of her and then a few like weeks later i guess i described this lady that i supposedly saw to um my patient's mother and uh it turned out the patient's mother kind of like looked at me like freaked out and she asked me have i ever talked to you about or shown you a picture of my grandmother i said no and she goes because you just described my grandmother and i was like uh, okay like i mean it freaked me out because i was like well that's weird you know what i mean and then so she brings me a picture and and this like if i made a silhouette of the lady that she showed me in the picture like it was pretty much what i saw you know so that's and and this is this happened to me before like i've seen uh at my my in-laws house i was kind of dozing off on the couch and i saw this man standing in front of me wearing white trousers, like white pants and like a uh, white guayabera. And, but as soon as I got to his head, like the, it disappeared. Yeah. Uh huh. And then the same thing happened at my dad's house where I was sitting at the table doing, trying to do some work and I was kind of like dozing off. It was after work. So it's really early in the morning and I'm really tired, ready to go to sleep. And all of a sudden I see this man standing in front of me. And again, like I see start from like about his waist and I start moving up towards his face and as soon as I get close to his head, like it disappears. Um, so I feel like this is one of those experiences and I didn't know what it was. And now that we're here discussing it, like, you know, it, it makes sense. And that's why I feel like, no, it can't just be like, I mean, if I just had the experiences and, and, and it was that, that was that, like, I can, ex- I can see how somebody could say, Oh, it's a hallucination. But for me to see a person and then describe that person to somebody else. And for that person to tell me, Hey, that you're describing my grandmother, like, for me, that's like, okay, no, this is something more. This is something yeah. else. You know what I mean? So For sure. Um, yeah, like I said, I've had these experiences and, and it's my lack of sleep, you know, and stuff like that. And me having the quote unquote ability to <laughs> fall asleep in a chair that's <laughs> allowed me to have experiences like that. But yeah, for sure. It's, um, it's like I said, there's something to it. Like that's why I don't dismiss the sleep paralysis or any other things like this as being some sort of paranormal you know, uh, yeah. thing, you know? Yeah. So, um, lucid dreams, which uh, I know a lot of people are familiar with, but, um, you know, dream that 
you know you're dreaming and you can kind of take advantage of it whether you want to fly or you know talk to a certain person or do things that you can't do in real life right um i've had a few of those too yeah i was gonna say i definitely had a few of those um and obviously your senses are are heightened as well I i even don't know about this meditation experience I mean, have you had any meditation, like, with your meditation? Yes, that you did? but I wasn't dreaming. I was awake mm-hmm. and just meditating. But were you, were you awake? Did you reach another transpersonal dimension? <laughs> okay, guys, yeah. This next one on the list is called Meditation Experiences. Um, it's where you reach transpersonal, transpersonal dimensions. I mean, I, I have had... I, I've done like journeying and stuff like that and uh but i I don't know it i guess it would feel like a dream in the sense that i'm seeing images in my head and like going to places that don't necessarily exist in the real world but in my mind it was more of a meditation and not a dream but maybe there's a connection there Mm -hmm. i I I think so Okay. I mean, I would I would say so because like you're you're kind of putting yourself into that uh, into true. that plane where like again where that hit like the same experiences that I have like with the hypnagogic experiences where yeah. like I'm going into that state where I'm like dozing off or going into that sleep state. It, yeah. I mean, that's kind of where you want to put. That's where what you're trying to like. You're trying to get into that in between zone with meditation, aren't you? Like, or you get yeah. just free your mind. And, and yeah, I mean, you're right. I, I do say all the time that that half awake half asleep state is like a meditation state like you're in that in between so yeah mm-hmm. you're right i'm like yeah <laughs> <laughs> um next one on the list is alien abduction experiences in parentheses some not all um these are dreams in which non-human beings um abduct you and do strange things to you pleasant or unpleasant um and I've had a few of these, but not necessarily, I don't, like, no one's testing me or poking me and prodding me. Like, my dreams pretty much end at, they come get me, and then that's all I remember, and I wake up, <laughs> which is maybe a good thing. Yeah, um, they're, probably, they're probably not ready to see the rest of it, so they I just kind of knock you out. don't think that I'd ever be ready, but I kind of want to go get sleep, I mean, uh, sleep study? Regression. No, oh. regression uh, and see what happens. But I know that if you do regression therapy, one, sometimes it doesn't always work. But two, like if it does open up shit, then it just like fucks you up more than it helps you. <laughs> so as in like, I don't really want to know what's actually happening to me. Kind of like thing. a Ouija board. Whatever. Anyway. <laughs> um, so, yeah, my experiences with like alien dreams. I, I, we talked about them in uh, episodes with Craig. So we can either go back or I'll just kind of give you guys a brief little situation that happened. But um, one that I can remember uh, was I see I was staying over at Carlos's. And so it, we were, I woke up um, laying in the bed in his place. And then all of a sudden this like brown colored alien i guess or some sort of et where i don't whatever you want to call him um starts at the foot of the bed oh shit i just made a connection sorry hold on <laughs> okay so he starts at the foot of the bed and then he starts coming 
like closer and closer and like oh it was just really creepy because like he was like hunched over with his head like tilted just like staring at me like just coming like close to my face and this is partially my fault too I think because so I had just read an article about uh the documentary um unacknowledged um if you guys are familiar with Stephen Greer he he's talking about um meditation and how you can connect to aliens through meditation uh or ets extraterrestrials through meditation and i hadn't watched the documentary i I had just read the article on like what what that documentary was about and i was like oh interesting and i was like you know what like i want i wouldn't mind connecting to ets and seeing you know what's up and i feel like i put that out into the universe and literally days later is when i had this dream um so yeah, so then like this alien, like I said, like starts at the foot of the bed and just starts like coming over to me, like hunched over, head tilted, and I freak the fuck out. I'm like, no, 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 no. I I change my mind. Like fuck that. Like I don't want. <laughs> I don't want to make you know contact with any ETs. Like I can't do it. And then as soon as I like freak the fuck out, it turned into Carlos's dog Leia, same color, like brown color, and she was just like laying on my lap, um, which she doesn't ever fucking do that, and. It was just kind of like, okay, well, that was weird. And I wasn't paralyzed, so that's not like I, – I was just, like, asleep in bed. Like, if anything, like, frozen out of fear, but not, like, sleep paralysis. Like, I can't get out of bed or whatever. Um, but, like, that's still, like, burned in my brain. I know exactly what he looks like, and I can just, like, see it happening. So that was probably, like, one of the more – one of the first more recent ones, I guess you could say. Um, and then – Just trying to protect you from the aliens. Yes. Or the aliens are like, oh shit, we scared her, and then turned into a dog. Um, so you're saying Leia's an alien? I wouldn't be surprised, man, because she's not a dog. She is like a cat. But not, I can't even say that because my cat is more affectionate than she is. So uh, anyway. Anyway. So then another dream that I had was a dream within a dream. Um where I remember dreaming about something chasing me and like me and like some other person were like, Oh, like we have to get away. Like, I don't remember if it was like what, what was chasing us, but we're trying to get away. Um, and then that dream stops and I wake up and I'm laying in bed and I'm like, okay, that was just a dream. Like whatever I'm safe. And then like my bedroom door just like creaks open and I'm like, what the hell? I was like, Oh shit. Now they found us or they found me. Um, but in my mind, it was whatever was in that dream. And then I looked down towards the door and it's these two little brown ET brown ETs. Yeah. Um, coming up to me. And this time I was paralyzed. This time I was like, no, 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 no. Like trying to like get up and move and like run away basically. And I couldn't. I was pinned down. And again, they just come right up to me. And then I wake up from the dream and I'm staring. St- I don't sleep on my back, which I remember Craig saying that like you wake up in like positions that are like not like natural i guess um Mm -hmm. i always sleep on my stomach or on my side uh rarely ever fall asleep on my back and i woke up flat on my back staring at the ceiling and that time i actually woke up like i was like okay this is real (laughs) so it was like a dream within a dream which is kind of weird and the last one that i'll talk about um that i actually haven't mentioned uh eric i think i told you or maybe i haven't and this was after our interview with craig yeah, just before you continue, I, I also want to clarify when she says ETs, she means extraterrestrials. She doesn't actually mean like 
something that looks like E.T. from the movie. Just so, oh, yeah? You, yeah, you've been saying E.T.'s and, and you all said E.T.'s in, in Craig's episode too. And I don't think we ever clarified that it's E.T.'s extraterrestrial, which obviously from the movie you, you can grab, I grasp that. But they're not saying that this E.T. looked like an act, like the E.T. from the from no. the, the Steven Spielberg movie. So just want to yeah, I mean, clarify that and throw that out there. Brown, like brown colored, but not, again, it's not, not E.T. That shape. Yeah, yeah, not at all. But anyway, okay, sorry, aliens, if you prefer that. Um, so this last one, Eric, I, I, I think I told you, um, but this is actually after our interview with Craig. And this one, I was asleep on my stomach. And I was, I, I don't know where I was. I was in somebody else's house, uh, someone else's bed, someone else's room. And I just saw all these like bright lights like coming through the windows and then coming in through like the door. And I was like paralyzed facing like stomach down. Um, mm. And so I couldn't see a lot. Like I couldn't look around the room because I was pinned down again, stomach down. Um, and I knew they were coming and I couldn't do anything about it because I was paralyzed or pinned down and trying to move trying to fight and i couldn't and something happened i don't know what and then i'm back in the bed and now i can move and i'm freaking the fuck out like i am so scared um because i know something happened but i just don't know what and i know i've like been taken but i don't know i don't know what is real life i guess uh and i remember feeling like just wanting to throw up and just being like so freaked out i guess and then i don't know i woke up from that dream and i was fine but that was like the last one that i've had and uh yeah it was weird hmm. i blame craig for all of them uh, <laughs> yeah i can't say that i've had experiences like that um so i don't know it's i i it's crazy hopefully i, I mean i i will say uh the very first one that i had that was before Craig reached out before I even read any of his books or anything. The other two were, I, I guess, a little bit more, even more recent. And that's why I blame him for those last two. <laughs> but the first one was definitely not, couldn't put that on him. No. <laughs> now we kind of get into psychic dreams. And it's a general category for dreams in which any of these varieties, um, like clairvoyant, clairvoyance, healing, precognition, psychokinesis, remote viewing, telepathy, all that kind of stuff manifests. We kind of mentioned earlier the dream that you were talking about, brother, uh, it being a precognitive dream. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So along with, with being Bowl very... With my vivid, nephew. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, along with being very vivid and colorful, the central message of the dream tends to repeat itself in different ways, often three times in three different forms or in the same theme within the same dream, or you wake up, fall back to sleep, only to find yourself back in the same dream scene, repeating the same thing again in slightly different form. Um, I know you didn't see it three times, but no, but I was thinking too, I've had those dreams where like I wake up and then I go back to sleep and I continue to dream the same thing. But for like, I, sometimes I feel like those are like some, or sometimes even like nightmares, like that that's happened to me with nightmares where like I wake up from the nightmare to get out of it. And then I go back to sleep and I'm Into back it. in the nightmare. Yeah. Um, and other times it's been like where it's been a lucid dream where like, oh, I know what I'm doing and I'm doing like crazy stuff in the dream. And then I'm like, okay, it's time to wake up from this. And I wake up and then I'm like, okay, well, that was cool. So then I go back to sleep and then I go back into the dream again. But I don't ever feel like there was a message or maybe if there was a message, I just didn't, you know, pay attention, yeah. I guess. I don't know. 
Yeah. Or what the symbolism is. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I still think it was a precognitive dream because something mm-hmm. happened and then you saw it or it actually yeah. did come to fruition. Um, so I don't, I don't think that I've ever had a, at least not yet since I've started keeping track of my dreams. It has one hasn't come up that became a reality, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, so psychopompic dreams are dreams where you meet with those who have died, but not like a visitation dream, which we'll get into in a little bit. Uh, these aren't necessarily like lost loved ones. It's more like I see dead people. Like you're talking to people that you don't know, or maybe people who are lost or um, need help crossing over, um, you know, things like that. And, and they'll come to you in, the, in their dreams, which I kind of mentioned when, when I was feeling like there's like some sort of female spirit. Remember? Uh, in my apartment Mm -hmm. and then I I told you about this dream that I had where I fell asleep and you're in the dream and so was this girl and I told like I was trying to tell you like this this like this is her she's right here like this is who I'm talking about her I keep feeling I'm pretty sure this is her Um, and I woke up from the dream and like I mean that was that was pretty much it just me kind of and me you and her in the same area me being like that's who's around here Um, yeah but I mean, I can't remember us talking or her saying anything, just us kind of being there and me saying mm-hmm. like, this is her. <laughs> and I think one of the things about that too, is that, that like, I was also trying, oh, Jesus Christ. Um, I was also trying to like, at the time, figure out if I could kind of get an impression of what she looked like and stuff like that. So I don't know yeah. if maybe that was your like way of trying to show me who she was. Um, well, but yeah. We're going to get into that. Kind of, sort okay. of. <laughs> um, so yeah, have you ever had? Going. Have you ever uh, had any psychopompic dreams? Psychopompic dreams. Um, well, I mean, like, the only you just I talk guess, to dead people or meet with dead people. I uh, the other like one of the dreams that I had recently was um, I don't even like I said I don't remember it fully because I didn't wake up and write it down or anything, but I do remember like I was I mean. I have been playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla. So like yeah. you open chests and stuff like that. So, but in the dream, like I was having to open these chests and these chests had like these, um, like you remember that, that image that you shared where you added that shadow figure that grandma and dad oh, yeah. saw, uh-huh. they kind of looked like that, but they would come out of these chests and I would talk to them. And I don't remember why I was talking to them or what I said to them or what they said to me, but this was also like um, a few days after I had had that dream where I told you that um, there was like this really like negative energy and it was just like, I just got like this bad vibe yeah. and like he was trying to do evil. And for whatever reason I got that it was grandpa or whatever. Yeah. I don't know if he told me that in the dream that it was, it was grandpa or if like, I just got that feeling. Uh-huh. Um, so this was a few days after that. So I don't remember. And again, that makes kind of sense because those dark figures were linked to him that, yeah. that grandma and dad oh, yeah, saw. Yeah. So That's you true. know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know. I, I that that's the only thing that I can think of that you know where I, again the the speaking to someone that died that's not a loved one because technically, I mean it's not that I I I, I don't know. I, <laughs> it's I just, a touchy you know. subject. Yeah. So <clears throat> I don't know. That's the closest thing I, I feel like would You've be had to, to that. that. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's that's that. Um, the next would be clairvoyant. Um, real-time dreams or also known as vision dreams um 
clairvoyance means clear seeing. We've talked about that in the past. And um, it's receiving uh, various visual impressions and images, either awake or asleep, um, but while dreaming. Uh, clairvoyance differs from precognition in that it's that it isn't usually foretelling of the future per se, but was more to do with what's taking place like in real time. Mm. Um, that makes sense. Um, I'm trying to, I don't think I've ever really had that. Uh, and then you got telepathic dreams where telepathy is actually something that can occur often within dreams between dream characters, but you can also receive telepathic communication from someone else through your dream state. Um, is this what you're going to yeah yeah kind of um and there's something that i want to kind of try with you brother where we meet in the same place in a dream okay so putting this out there into the universe right now we have to think of a place that we're gonna meet mm-hmm. and then every night before we go to bed we have to like okay we're gonna meet here we're gonna meet here and then we can see if we meet up and then Do, trying to like, have a but conversation. we have to like you and me have to know like like you we tell yeah. each other okay like think of this place yeah like i can tell oh, you like okay. right now brother like let's meet at on uh, sixth street no why in the uh, hell would i want to go there i don't know um because <clears throat> it's, it's got a place it's got to be a place that we both know like what if i don't know the first image or the first thing that popped in my head was uh grandma and grandpa's house like mom and mom's parents oh mommy and papa yeah. yeah their backyard like where we used to play all the time as a kid or like i remember living room. we can do the living room too you just sit on the couch and yeah. try and meet there okay, okay so putting that out to the universe that's that's where we're going to try and meet in our dreams guys let's see what happens and this is how we're going to prove that it, well i guess we could always be lying to you guys right but if you know us as humans you know that we're not liars <laughs> um but yeah, maybe if, if you have the dream, go ahead and like write mm-hmm. it down. If I have my dream, I'll put my side of the story and then we'll okay. record it uh, with video and kind of show like what's what's up. Sounds good. All right. This may take one week. This may take one year, but we'll see. <laughs> anyway, um, so dreams of other lifetimes or parallel self dreams, also known as um most people want to know about their past lives and it's pretty fascinating subject and um quantum physics teaches us that all time is now which leads to possibility of parallel realities or parallel possibilities rather than past lives um have you ever had like a strange feeling that you were remembering the future like deja vu yeah much? yeah all the time well not yeah. all the time but frequently yeah so that's Almost, yeah, kind of something like that. Um, I thought that was just a glitch in the matrix. I don't know. Could be. What is time? <laughs> uh, man-made. Anyway. I was trying to quote <laughs> the flash from the Snyder Cut, and I just completely blanked on that thing he said about about the future and the present. and like or, Create your own that path, future. I forgot. Yeah, yeah. see, <laughs> I couldn't remember own, it either. Create your own future. <clears throat> change, change the past. Create your own future. Yeah, I just watched it too, and I yeah, can't remember. 
Um, all right. So are you guys ready to get into Visitation Dreams? Eric, are you ready? I'm ready to cry. Yeah. So Visitation Dreams, guys. Um, <clears throat> where to begin? Visit- visitation Dreams tend to be striking experiences, leaving the dreamer with deep emotional and somatic permeating the body impressions uh, these can include visitations from deceased loved ones spiritual guides or uh, uh, masters or aka spiritual dreams right um, or astral entities it's actually a lot easier for spiritual spiritual entities of, of all kinds um, to communicate with us when we're sleeping because when we're sleeping we're in that what we've said many times we're in that in-between place between our earthly reality and the other side of the veil or the spiritual world um, during that time, our rational mind and our ego are not engaged, they're turned off, which a lot of people have trouble with. So things can happen in our dream worlds that we would normally stop or discount while awake. For example, when someone who has died comes to visit in our dreams, we're, or we aren't as likely to have that rational thought that this person is actually dead and shouldn't be in our dream. When they appear, we accept that the person's presence, or we accept the person's presence without argument. Um true visitations are actually very easy to identify because they are very different than everyday dreams quote unquote um characteristics of most but not all visitation dreams are listed below and i kind of want to go through that list so number one the most important characteristic of a true visitation dream is that it feels real it will be very vivid so check that box off um, if you have to ask whether the visitation dream was really a visitation dream, then probably was not a visitation dream. They're so real and vivid that you wouldn't have to ask this question. When you do have a visitation dream, you may wonder if it was truly real, but in your heart or gut, you know it was real. So number three, uh, because they're so real and so vivid, you're going to remember visitation uh, dreams like super clearly for days, months, years, like probably your entire lifetime. You can check that box too. Three for three so far. What about you, Eric? Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. For the most part. <laughs> Number four, <clears throat> the person or animal, because animals can also visit you in your dreams, which I've had that too. Um, the person or animal will almost always appear in a dream to be completely healthy and behaving in a loving manner. They will rarely appear sick or injured. They will never be angry, disappointed, depressed, or punishing. They'll be whole, complete, and perfect because they are now reconnected with God or source energy. Check. Except her attitude is still present. <laughs> um, characteristic five would be um, whether or not they speak to you verbally in the dream, they're going to communicate very clearly. Um, so I can check number five off as well. Number six, when they do communicate either verbally or non-verbally, it isn't because they want to engage in idle chit-chat. Um, it isn't easy for deceased loved ones to enter a dream. They come with a purpose, and they will convey the message and then be gone. Check. And number seven, most often their messages fall into the category of reassurance. They come to let you know that they are fine and that they want you to be happy. Occasionally, they will come with a warning. However, when given a warning, they will give you loving support, and you will feel reassured by their president presidents <laughs> presence mm, no but for a reason <clears throat> number eight after a visitation um you'll wake up and you'll often be filled with a sense of peace and love 
And that's it. One through eight. So, Eric, do you want to start? I don't remember who dreamt first, though. You did. Did I? Yeah. And I told you after the fact? After you had your dream? I don't remember. Um, cause I, again, um, this was back when our grandmother had gotten really sick. She had, um, she had gotten an infection. Yeah. Take her to the hospital call, or actually called the ambulance. They get her, take her to the hospital. Uh, this was just before COVID got like crazy. So we were still able to go and visit her and everything at the hospital. Um, and I honestly thought that she was going to pass away that that day in the ER. Like, just I've I've seen people in her state, um, and what sounded like something we call a death rattle, where they basically they have their mouth open and they're just like breathing in, and you can just hear like a rattle in their chest. Um, mm-hmm. So they call that the death rattle. And usually, when that starts to Don't happen, like it's, that. yeah, it doesn't end well. And so I was like seeing her like this, and I even turned to my wife and I told her I think she's going to pass away, and and yeah, both times that she ended up in the ICU, the nurses told us like, Hey, um, I don't think she's going to make it. And even her doctor was like, uh, yeah, you need to like told the nurses, you need to tell the family, they need to start looking into hospice. So for those of you who don't know what hospice is, it's basically their, your loved one is going to pass. It's inevitable. And you're just making them as comfortable as possible. So the doctor told us the first time that she was in the ICU to consider that. And then now she was in the, uh, another ICU, but for whatever reason, her doctor doesn't go to the hospital. So she had different doctors treating her. Um, she was intubated because of, you know, the infection that she had in her lungs again. And it wasn't COVID. Um, she ended up, she was intubated. She was intubated for about 10 days, which is what the nurse told me that usually they intubate them for 10 days. And after that, they have to tra- uh, put a tracheostomy in. And, uh, and she was on a ventilator as well. And... So, yeah, she, I remember she ended up, um, my dad ended up going to visit her at one time and, and like, she was still kind of like with it, but not really. And, uh, he asked her like, if she was ready to go, like, you know, they could just make it comfortable and stuff like that. And she said, no. And, um, she, she describes seeing like the sacred heart of the Sagrado Corazon, Jesus, like the, the image of the of Jesus's heart, like in flames with the, the crown of thorns around it. Yeah. So yeah, she was there in the hospital for a good while. And I don't remember if it was at that time or if it was like later on when she ended up in the, um, in the rehabs that she, we had these dreams about her, but I remember. We hadn't communicated with her yet. No, I think so. She was in the ICU still. Yeah. And again, this entire time, like, we don't know, is she going to pass away? Cause the nurse there told me too, like, just based off of all the labs and stuff that they were doing, like usually people don't, you know, make it through this and she's having a really hard time breathing on her own. So I remember, um, I, somebody, I think she rang the doorbell or something like that in my dream. I was dreaming. Right. And uh, so I go down the steps and I'm like, what the hell? Like, and then I look out the door, uh, cause we have a small window on the door and I see that it's my grandmother. So I open the door and I'm freaking out because I'm like, what are you doing here? Like, she was like, uh, like, I just see her. And like, I remember, again, I think I fell to my knees on this one. And I just started crying. And and as soon as I started crying, I just remember her kind of like, she almost looked disappointed or whatever. And she yeah. just kind of like, I just woke up. You know what I mean? Like, 
and I and I she I don't remember her saying anything to me. And if she did say something, I don't remember what she said. But um, I just I, I'll never forget like how real it felt that she like I felt like she was there, but I knew she was she couldn't be there because you know she was in the hospital. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I ended up getting like pushed out of the dream and and waking up and just you know I. I don't remember love and peace and support. I just remember yeah. being sad because I wanted to be with her and, and I, we couldn't, you know what I mean? And we didn't know what was going to happen. Well, and I think there's, <clears throat> sorry, I'm getting choked up over here. I think <laughs> there is a reason for the not feeling the love and peace that like, and I'll, I'll get into that. Um, but uh, you know, it's, it's funny that, that you said that you start like, you know, you started crying and that you just like remember like a look of disappointment and stuff. And I mean, again, we've kind of talked about her grandma. You, you guys, if you've heard her episode, like she's a little spitfire. Um, and I remember just before like she was in the hospital. Um, I think it was before this, though, uh, that I walked. It was the last time I was able to visit her before. Yeah, before the hospital shut down. So maybe it was after. Um I like walked into the room and I had never seen her like so weak like that. And I, I was scared for her too. And I just like immediately started crying also. And she was like, uh, if you're going to be crying, I don't want you in here. And I was like, Oh, okay. (laughs) So I had to like go to a corner and like toughen up and like stop crying in order for her to like tolerate me being there. So that's my grandma. I love her. Um, but anyway, that's, (laughs) probably one of the reasons I was just thinking like when you said you just remember her having like a face of disappointment when you started crying like that's probably why (laughs) because that's how she is um but but I also remember that face of disappointment with in my dream my visitation that I had afterwards um I was in my bedroom and uh I fell asleep and I woke up but it was just like pure darkness like just black and not like pure darkness as in like evil like darkness like I was just in like a pitch black room kind of situation mm-hmm. and then I see this like dull light in the distance and like it keeps getting brighter and brighter and then I, I see this like silhouette of something um, and the light's just getting brighter and the silhouette's just getting more visible um, and then I start hearing this woman's voice say like I met a man on top of a hill and I still don't really know like what necessarily what the significant is of this uh or unless she was just trying to tell me that so that I would figure out who I was staring at um and the light just gets brighter and brighter and brighter and the silhouette is just like more prominent and then I realized that I was looking at like Virgin Mary like you know the very distinct image of like her with her hands together like kind of tilt and her head kind of tilted to the side that you see in every Catholic church and you know on walls and paintings and everything like that um and i was like oh it's you know some other mary and the moment that i realized that like everything just went it was like an explosion of just like white light every it went from like pure pitch black to just bright white blinding but white light and i felt like i got like yanked from my body and like i was getting like pulled back and forth like around in this weird white misty light I don't even room or whatever it was mm-hmm. um and then I get thrown back like onto my bed and again bedroom door like creaks open and grandma walks in and 
again, she's in the hospital, right? So I'm like, oh, holy shit. I was like, Grandma, Grandma. like, I was so fucking excited to tell her that I had just seen the Virgin Mary because, like, Grandma being, you know, as religious as she was and stuff, like, I knew she was going to want to hear the story. So I'm like, Grandma, Grandma, like, I just saw the Virgin Mary and, like, I'm trying to, like, talk to her and I'm, like, sitting up in my bed and she's, like, coming around to the other side uh, and she sits down in the bed. And again, this is very real. Like, this is happening in my mind. Like, everything about it is real. Like, I can hear the door opening. I can hear her footsteps, like, rustling in the carpet. And then, like, feel my bed, like, you know, the impression of where she sits. And I'm still trying to talk to her. And, like, she's not saying anything to me. And then she just, like, puts one finger up to, like, shut me up. Like, stop talking. And she's like, "I I need to tell you something. And, like, I remember grabbing her hand and, like, putting it up on, on my cheek. And, like, I could feel... Like, I could feel her, her finger, her fingertips and like her hand, like, you know how it's so smooth and like mm-hmm. cool. And, um, <clears throat> and she's like, I need, and she says again, like, I need to tell you something. And I looked at her face and I just, I knew exactly what she was going to say. Like, I knew she was going to say she's tired, that she's been fighting. And then she like wants to like let go and she's done. And I didn't want to hear it. I was like, hell no. So, um, I just said no. And I just kept saying no, 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 like over and over again. And again, like you mentioned that look of disappointment, like that's exactly the same look that I got. And she just like sighed and then she like pushed me back, like not like forcefully or like in a mean way, but she just like pushed me back to like lay back down. And when I got pushed back, like I feel like I got pushed back into my body and I woke up from that dream and just like started sobbing. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, there is no necessarily like peace and love, but uh yeah, uh, I, I remember because after that, I I called a friend of mine to kind of like tell her about the dream. Be- because it, it was weird to me, like she she hadn't passed on, right? Like she was still alive. So I was like, what is that? Like is that like astral projection? Like what what kind of dream is that? I've never had that, like a visitation dream from someone who uh, is alive, still alive, well, yeah. Well, technically still alive. Yeah, and and that's actually like basically what she said. Like sometimes when people are like comatose or like on the verge of death, they're coming in and out of their bodies a lot, and they're not like fully in their bodies. So that that could have been like what what had happened is she um, had just like left her body um, and was doing that, and that's how she was able to like get to me or get to us really. Um, so you know that kind of put me at ease, but. Uh, she kind of like was like you gotta like get get on top of your dad about trying to get her like a, a, her phone so you guys can talk to her and, and things like that and I remember like I kept bugging dad about it and you know they're finally able to to do it and that's when we were able to start talking to her then she made a recovery yeah uh just real quick I know you you said what did you say that the, the the lady said to you I met a man on top of a hill yeah do you want to say what that was yeah, well, I remember telling you this too that when you told me that that um, that it made sense that that she would say that because uh, when La Virgen de Guadalupe that that whole image that you're describing, yeah, uh, when she first appeared to to Juan Diego, uh, it was on top of a hill. It was yeah, uh, and- it was a hill called Tepe- Tepeyac. I think it's what it's called. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I made that connection later. And, you know, and I will say um, this this dream in particular is like really stayed with me, you know, like it, it was a dream like no other. And uh, I actually reached out to 
there's there's a, a podcast that I listen to called Enlightened Empaths, and uh, well, obviously they're empaths, but they're also intuitives. And every month they always do like this com- uh, connection, like community corner kind of situation where you can uh, write in and ask questions or share stories and things like that. And I wrote out this dream because I wanted a little bit more insight. And um, so if you want to hear my email and then like what they said, um, enlightened empaths, it's like at the 1158 mark, I believe. And it's a February community connections episode. It's like three episodes, four episodes back maybe. Um, but yeah, I mean, they, because I asked, I was like, is it possible to like, was was it astral projection or like, what was that? Um, and e- even they also said, you know, when, when someone's like near death or comatose or even they have like dementia, they're like kind of in and out of their bodies. Um, and so like, yes, it is possible. And um, that, you know, us basically like saying no or like still being sad about it or like her, you know, not wanting her to pass, like she could have been. Oh, and well, the thing that kind of really stood out to me too, she was like, you probably weren't the only person that she visited. She probably went around to like a lot of other family members to see if she was like still needed on earth. And like, I broke down when I heard that cause I knew that she had gone to see my brother too. Um, and, uh, you know, like the, the fact that she had, you know, the Virgin Mary like by her side and stuff, um, was also probably like a, yeah, she was like near, near death or like kind of contemplating whether she, was ready to go or not um and i i yeah i encourage you guys to like listen to that too if you want a little bit more insight i i was able to say the say the dream a little bit better than i was now because i was like on the verge of tears this whole time um and, and what they had to say was just so beautiful and like made me feel so much better about it um but yeah i just think it's funny that she had this look of disappointment <laughs> in both her dreams because she was like god damn it i have to keep doing this and it's like fine (laughs) i don't know that's the vibe i got and it's funny too because again i I, i'm not going to go into like super detail about it but like the last dream that i had with her recently it was similar situation except she's she's more lucid and stuff like that um she's not in a state i don't feel like where she's to the point where she was like like last time yeah um but i still had a dream with her she was all made up and she had a little bit of a limp and stuff because she again she just had a uh, hip surgery because she broke her hip so she she came to me in the dream again but this time I, I was like this can't be real like you're not supposed to be here i was like and i asked her is this real and she said yes this is this is real and um i just remember again kneeling down and just bawling like crying like my eyes out and um and then I woke up in the dream, like I woke up out of the dream and I was like, and then I, again, I don't remember if I was crying or like prior to, or started crying after I woke up, but I just remember crying and my wife asked me what was wrong. And I just told her it was a dream I had and later on told her about it. Um, and uh, yeah, it was, um, it was uh, intense. It was very intense uh, again. And I just remember after that laying in bed, I couldn't go back to sleep. And I was just thinking about my grandmother and thinking, you know, I uh, just started getting a headache at the base of my skull thinking, you know, is she okay? Like I needed to call her. And then I tried calling her and she didn't answer her phone. Her phone like sent me directly to voicemail, like it was off or something. So then I had to call the nurse and the nurse said that she had been doing fine and stuff like that. So it put me a little bit more at ease until I was finally able to talk to her the next day. But 
apparently she can uh, astral project. Yeah, apparently, because she also recently came to me. But I think I, I was actually looking at, at some old pictures of her, and maybe that's why she came out. But um, I remember, but it was it was her probably like maybe 10 years ago. I guess younger and like more like lively and, and stuff like that. And I was like, Grandma, you're here. And she's like, yeah, you said you wanted to, you wanted to see me. And so I'm here. And like, that's that, that was it. Like, I just like I or that's all she said, I guess I should say. But uh, like I was able to like hug her and give her kisses and and just like be with her. But uh, and then that's when I was like, you're here. She's like, you said you wanted me here. So I'm here. Yeah. And. And it was like that was it was just like a nice sweet little like I got to see her face and like just hug her and give her a kiss and like that was it but it wasn't like as prolonged as like the last one I guess it was just a Mm -hmm. quick little thing that was the dream that I was going to tell you that I was like I'll wait till the podcast oh okay but yeah um I had also just been staring at pictures of her so maybe (laughs) that was it so this was our little deep dive into dreams um let us know what you guys think. If you've had any kinds of dreams like we described, uh, and uh, maybe if you if you do and you share something with us, we can use it in our next uh, stories of high strangeness slash used to be listener stories. Um, and you can do that by sending us a message uh, on Instagram at We Believe Do You Podcast. On Twitter, it's at WBDY Podcast. On uh, Facebook, it's We Believe Do You with a question mark. And our email address is We Believe Do You at gmail.com. If you have any of your dreams that you want to send in, do it there. Uh, don't forget to like, share, and follow us on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel, uh, Spotify. Give us five stars on Apple Podcasts. Yep. And show us some love, guys. Uh, We have definitely been feeling it. Thanks for believing in us. Anyway, we believe. Do you? (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Uh, I was going to try and do a thing, and I just completely blanked.